The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to another Video Games to the Max, of course the official Video Games Podcast at WTimNet.com where you can find all of our great reviews, articles, and other things uh, that we do that are not video game related, and I am your host, uh, Sean Garmer, this is episode 153 of the podcast, and with me as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Alright, well, there is uh, a Nintendo Direct that happened yesterday that we will get into. Um, quite a few things announced from there. Uh, there's other, you know, Xbox uh, Scorpio finally announced their official specs and all that stuff. And uh, more things, but, you know, since the last time we've had a podcast, uh, uh, you know, only a little game called Persona 5 has come out. So, we kind of need to talk about it. Uh, both you and I have the game. You've played it a heck of a lot more than I have. Uh, so, Mr. 35 Hours in. Yeah, I just beat the uh, like fourth big dungeon, so that's pretty good. Uh, I like it a lot. It has some quirky things going on in it that kind of detract from the experience overall, but... Like, I like the characters. I really like the game world and how it looks and, like, the sound and look of the game. And even battles are pretty fun. But there's way too much dialogue. Like, when you're trying to plan a heist, it's just nonstop. Like, and it takes... The game takes control away from you, like, way too much. Uh, what do you mean by taking control away from you? Like, traditionally, it's like, go to school... And then you have two periods after school to, like, do stuff, like, afternoon afternoon and evening. Like, so you can, like, hang out with your friends and build, like, social link stuff or earn money or raise your stats and, like, knowledge and guts and all this stuff. And when you're trying to plan for a heist, you have no free time, like, whatsoever. It takes It literally takes away free time from you, like, because you always have to, like, you're always talking to your friends about planning the heist, and it's like, can't they just do this in one damn day? Why does it have to take 12? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're having to go... I mean, just from... I've only played, like, the, till the first dungeon or whatever, but just in that, you... It takes it forever just to get to that point. And, and then, you know... The ugh. first dungeon... Of the four I've played, the first dungeon is the longest and the biggest. And well, that's, that's actually... Like, that's that's kind of a detriment because it's like I don't like it is a long ass dungeon. So luckily there are like save rooms so you can like get out of the hop out of the dungeon and like rest up and stuff, but it just take it takes forever to get to that one. And the next two are like 
super simple, and the the fourth one I just played through was like a little more complicated, but like nowhere near as bad. Uh, but the battles are fun. I still don't like it. Like if your main character dies, the game is game over. Like that really irks me. Yeah, that's one of those old JRPG tropes that won't die. I guess. Like there are skills you can unlock in the social stuff where it's like, oh, you're like if you're friend, really good friends with the character, they'll take like a fatal hit for you instead of you. But it's like they're still alive and they have restorative items. Why don't they just use it on me? Yeah, it's it's not as streamlined as you think it should be at this point. But I think it's also they they want to keep some of that old yeah. school kind of thing in there. Uh, I like the. I mean, from the little bit I've I've gotten to play, I like the it goes back and forth into the the story stuff uh, where you're getting interrogated and then you're goes into the other place and then you go back to the well the entire the game world. takes place in flashback at least right. what I've seen I think, the, I think it comes to a head at a point but uh, yeah and then like once you get it once you find a new person to have a relationship with like it goes it flashes forward again and you talk to the prosecutor for a few more minutes and then you flash back again so it's actually kind of cool so are you liking the the pace and everything compared to the other games or it seems well it's weird it seems both more hurried and more like relaxed like it's hurried in that like the people are always on their ass to like Go go to the dungeon and like get it done as quick as possible, which is fine. But then it's, and then it's relaxed and like, well, you can't always like if you want to get get like skilled up with a character, you can't always like depend on them to like actually do it or be interested in what you want to do. That's kind of a pain. <laughs> I just got, I just unlocked my first girlfriend in the game, so that's kind of fun. Are you gonna stick with her? or Are you gonna? I don't know. Uh, I don't think you can... I, I, I hooked up with the doctor, which is kind of funny. She's like at least six years older than my character. Right. Um, I, I don't know if you can like break up with with people or not. With, with, with women, I should say. There's like three that I'm kind of like courting. There's a doctor, uh, the teammate, and, and then uh, your teacher you can hook up with. Which is pretty funny. Well, I mean, like... You can say certain things to make it to where they're not as into you or whatever, right? So, oh, yeah. But where's the fun in that? Yeah, but I meant, like, if you wanted to go with one over the other or whatever. I mean, I don't know how that eventually... Yeah, neither do I. I don't know if you break up with one, like, one to get go with another, or if it's... You can be with, like, eight women at once or something. I wonder if uh, they're ever going to, you know, Persona 6, if they ever... Get into letting you be gay, I guess, since that is a huge deal to a lot of people. Uh, I, you know, I I doubt it, <laughs> like personally, because it's a JRPG. Like that's not important to that culture that much. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like you know, 
they have it in in a lot of games, right? There's there's 3DS games that only get released in Japan. It's about you know boy on boy love and that kind of thing. But it's still like outside of art, it's not this thing that's like totally accepted over there. It's still sort of in that middle ground where it's starting to get more acceptance, but it's not. And to have a big game like this. Yeah, you can say, okay, we'll try to make a social stand and all that stuff, but in a big game like this, you also kind of don't want to piss people off. You want people to make sure you're they're buying your game. I mean, I don't know that that's going to make people not buy it, but, you know. I saw, I saw some criticism, like, why can't you play as a female character? And it's like, yeah, but where do you draw the line? Like, at that point, why not? Why can't you play as like, some transgender, cross-dressing Eskimo character? I mean... They have a male character because I, I hate to say it, but men, like men developed that game probably, or at least most of them did. And right. uh, except for like some Persona, I think Persona Three Fez, no, I think it was Persona Four Golden. That was the only one that had a female hero, and that was pretty, pretty minor in the grand scheme of things. Right, but is it like where it let you choose between the two, or is it's not a female like, hero? No, I'll let you choose. Okay. okay. Persona 4 originally had a male hero, and then I think it was Golden. They had, like, introduced, like, a female, and relationships do change based on that. Like, you start hooking up with the male party members instead of the female ones, obviously. Right. Yeah, uh, I mean, maybe it's one of those, like, we're in the main game, they didn't want that, and that if they release a Vita version down the line, or they release a... Yeah, I don't equivalent I, to that. I don't, I don't think a Vita version is coming anytime soon. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Atlas is releasing a Vita game like at the beginning of the month in May, surprisingly. So you never know, but yeah, but that's I, not going to take forty gig- gigabytes. Oh no, it's not. I'm, I'm just saying that probably not. Uh, just if I don't know if they're going to release some kind of enhanced edition or if it's going to be DLC added in people complain so much so added in as DLC that you can change the gender of your character or, or whatever but you know I, I mean they could do that but that would probably require a lot of work at least a lot of vocal work and stuff like that if you get like the voice actors back in to record their line re-record some of their lines yeah because then you have people complaining about Oh well, why isn't why is the woman's part never voice acted and and whatever then and all yeah. that stuff? So, but yeah, I really like it. I'll play it. I'll finish it, and then I'll probably play it again because I want to get in a new game plus because a lot of stuff carries over, which will make the game a lot easier. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Uh, so, yeah, you've also been playing that Bulletstorm full clip edition. Oh yeah, what a winner! No, I mean, Bulletstorm's fine. It was, I mean, it's of an age, and even when it came out, like, it was still weird, even when it came out, because the enemy, like, the leash is cool, and a lot of the weapons are pretty interesting, but the enemies are just so dumb, they just run towards you constantly, and, like, that's what they're, they're like, that's all they do. Really? It's like a, it's almost like a serious Sam game. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember playing it on my, uh, on my three sixty, yeah, and yeah, it was just it was mindless, just blow stuff up, 
game. You know. And the only two things I'll say is, uh, I was talking to you earlier about it, but the skill shot system is always feels at odds with the game because they're like, oh, you get extra points if you kill this guy in this way, but it's never really easy to do. And yeah, it, it tells you about man. that. It tells you about that, and you're like, uh, well, I can't. This is annoying. Like, I'd rather just do it the normal way, and I don't have to deal with this crap. Yeah, it's like, Ugh. well, if you use a thumper and you flip like five guys in the air, and then you like alt fire them with the assault rifle, you get like a lot of points. And it's like, yeah, or I can just headshot all of them. I mean, that's a lot easier. <laughs> exactly. And Why uh, make it harder for yourself? Yeah, and the Duke Nukem voice pack is terrible. <laughs> I imagine. It was, does but, it actually sound like Duke Nukem? Or? Oh, they got the they got the guy. They got John St. John to do it, but right. it sounds it sounds a lot louder than like a normal voice acting in the game. And who wants to play as like Duke Nukem? <laughs> Uh well, like I said, they're making a remastered version of one of his games, so apparently Gearbox does. Well, that already came out. I mean, there was like a Duke Nukem that came out like last year for PS3 or PS4, I should say. That was that bomb. the anniversary whatever thing? Yeah. Okay, like, well, never mind then. That that yeah. was terrible. And it's like, I mean, if you're gonna take a take a uh, oh, what is it? Uh. Who who makes who makes Borderlands? Uh, it's uh, well Gearbox. Gearbox, thank you. Uh, if you're gonna take a Gearbox character, make like take Claptrap or Jack or someone, or at least someone people have like, somewhat of a, an affinity for, not like fucking Duke Nukem. <laughs> yeah, just, that's gotta be an epic thing. Like, hey, let's put Duke Nukem in here and. He'll make people want to buy the game. Like, no. No, he won't. It's also way too much money. Like, I mean, I got it for free, so I'm not, I can't complain, but I'll bitch butt in the review. But $50 for that thing is, like, way too much. Well, imagine, I think it was $60 when it originally came out. Yeah, but... Yeah, but that was new. Like, <laughs> Right. But there's nothing different in that game, so... Uh, yeah, I agree with you. What, 40 or 30, I think, would have been much more reasonable. Would, yeah, I would say, like, 30 would be a good price, honestly, but not 50. And the way Gearbox is selling games, like, you see Battleborn and, like, five five below nowadays, like, stacks of that game. It's like, Yeah. <laughs> I never when that game was supposed to be something great. I feel that way about half of Gearbox's games. Like, they're such a hit-or-miss developer. Ah, uh, poor Gearbox. Um, so... Yeah. Uh, any, anything else here? I got another Wii, and I started playing a little of Smash Brothers Brawl. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. Smash Brothers Brawl. Uh, always had fun with that game, honestly. My first, my original Wii, like, can't read that disc. You explain this to me. It can't read, like, the dual-layer disc or something like that? Yeah, so I have two of those, and 
can't read that, and it can't read the last story. And I said, great. Well, that's... I only got got six Wii games, and those are two of them, so... (laughs) Have you ever played a lot through Last Story? No. No? I barely even opened it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now you can. I've heard it's decent, like... But it has a pretty weird control scheme from what I remember, from what I read, like read. Yeah, the last Miss Walker game. So before they turned yeah. to a mobile developer. Ugh, boo! You made like a great game in Lost Odyssey, and you made a good game in Blue Dragon and, and Lost Story, and then you had to go make mobile games. And he gave me a Planescape Tormentor review, but. I have no computer right now, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, we'll <laughs> definitely see how that goes. Uh, hopefully it doesn't take too long for the, the computer to get back here. But, um, yeah, I did, uh, I'm, I played like a couple levels of Mr. Shifty on a Nintendo Switch that came out this week. Uh, it's, it's pretty much like Hotline Miami if you were Nightcrawler. So, uh, literally. Are you blue? <laughs> yeah. Your guy has a sort of blue silhouette, and he wears, like, this red hat. Okay. Um, and he literally, his name is Shifty. Uh, so, like, it has, like, uh, some, you know, pretty uh, di- dialogue that's up with the times, if you want to say that. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty much just like, uh, without the contrived, like, oh, well now I have to sit there and it's basically like if Hollow Miami was a little bit more free as to how you want to deal with the enemies, uh, because you had the ability to do the teleporting thing like Nightcrawler. Yeah. Uh, But, but you're limited to how many you can do at a time you have to wait till, so you have five of them and you have to wait until... You're uh, like the, it recharges a little bit to be able to ju- so you can't constantly just go around the level and teleport or whatever. You have to sort of think about what you're doing because uh, if you run into a bunch of the freaking things with guns and there's certain parts of the level where you, it'll just be really simple and then you get to a certain part of the level and it's like, oh, these things have like Tommy guns and they shoot me once I'm gonna die. So this is great. So it's. It's cool. It, it there's strategy, but it's not like the and, and there's no there's no blood splurting or, or whatever like that. So if you you were in a hot Miami because you saw the blood splurting everywhere, this is it's a very uh, safe uh, version of that. But it's it's really fun and uh, I'm liking it so far. I got through like the first two stages, so um, definitely if you it's on PC too. So if you uh, don't have a Switch, you can get it on PC, and you know it. Hopefully, uh, you should enjoy it. Uh, uh, Has been Heroes is decent. Uh, it's a roguelike, and it's uh, it just it it bothers me. Hey, <laughs> like, so you have these three things in a line. You have the three characters in a line. And I've only gotten through to the part where you get the three characters because I, I keep dying at the boss of the first stage. And so it's like, uh, it's also randomly generated how you get through the map. 
So literally, I didn't have to do one single battle one time until I got the boss. Then I get to the boss and I died. And it's it like you have to constantly keep changing the the row that your guy is in, and then change it with the other guy. Change it with the other guy, and it's really annoying. And like I feel like there could have been an easier, much more direct way to do it, and it felt like they did that to make it harder on purpose. Yeah. Um, so you know it. I'm not look. I'll be honest. I'm not the greatest person at roguelikes, but I feel like this is this is just beyond like uh, to the point where they, there's some stuff going on wrong here. But you know, uh, hopefully, if I ever get past that first boss, I'll have a better uh, thoughts about it. Really, um, I also have the silver case that I downloaded, but I haven't started uh, anything with either. And that's sort of, I think, everything since the last time we uh, did something, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, I haven't, I think I, no, yeah. Uh, Shovel Knight is still awesome. So, um, and if, believe it or not, after playing with all three of the characters, I think the uh, the Spectre, I forgot his name. The Plague Knight is actually the... Not the Plague Knight. The, um... Whatever the new one is, that I can't think of his name right this minute. Uh, the Spectre Torment guy. He's actually the coolest and easiest one to control after playing with all three of them. Yeah, I saw the, a video of him. He, looks, he bounces around constantly. Yeah, I like that he bounces... Like, the Plague Knight is cool that you can shoot the bombs and you can make him sort of float. But it's an also annoying because there's times where you're trying to get him to, like where you can sort of control where the Specter Knight goes, uh, where you're you have because you have to go diagonally with him and and then you can get him to go to the other one or whatever. Like the Plague Knight, he flies a little bit, but you have to like jump up in the air and then get him to jump extra. And it's like sometimes if you do it wrong or you don't do it late enough he'll jump the wrong way and i don't know how many times i've died because i jumped the wrong way with him or whatever so but i i like that they added something but he definitely feels more like a sort of we changed the skin unlike the specter uh the specter knight where he that actually feels like its own thing you mean plague knight is that what it is plague knight Sure, I don't know. I'm just waiting for Cutman to be added into that game. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I think. Well, they're supposed to be adding the one with the um, whatever the the Golden Knight or whatever it is that gets added for free if you buy the treasure trove. So, yeah, I guess there's a reason to buy the treasure trove thing. But um, yeah, that's that's it for me. I think. Uh, so. Let's get on to talking about stuff here. So they revealed that, you know, Scorpio, obviously more powerful than the PS4 Pro. We all expected that. Nothing, you know, out of this world crazy. But, I mean, are you... Does this make you any more or less interested? I would say, uh, I mean, if I had the money, I'd get one. But they've showed... 
Uh, no games. They've said, like, we have no exclusive titles, even though they can't, like, officially yet. So, and no one else is, like, talking about it. Like, no developers are really talking about it. So, it's the point. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that they, they didn't say that they were going to, I think they are going to just do it at E3 where they show you the box and yeah, they're going to uh, show the, you know, the first games or whatever, but I just feel like, you know, they keep talking about premium press or premium console, and I think that $500 is, yeah, you're going to get that first wave that they're going to buy it because they're going to buy it, and they're crazy and whatever, but it's not supposed to have any Scorpio-specific games, right? So, Well, the two things I'll say is it'll be funny if, the day they announce, you know, it'll be $500 or whatever, is if Sony goes, we're lowering the price of the PS4, 250 to 350 for the Pro. Like, that would be hysterical. I wouldn't be surprised if they do. And the second thing is, is I'll, I'll get a Scorpio day one if it's shaped, if it comes from, if it's the shape of the box is the original Xbox box, which is like a giant Chrome X. That thing was awesome looking. <laughs> Uh, you know, I think, um... I think it may even be more than $500, honestly. Like, you never know with Microsoft. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Like, it could be... Look at how much the Xbox One cost. Like, the original, like, the, you know, launch model. Not smart at all. Seriously. Will, Will it have a new connect in it? That's my question. Uh, no... I would assume not. Like Microsoft, Microsoft really does seem like lost, like this console generation. Like even aside from like the launch problems, like they just not not have been have not been able to catch their footing like at all. Yeah, I mean, and they keep relying on like. Oh well, my God, well, the Halo. Xbox One S is doing okay. Yeah, um, but that's just because they slash the price on us so much. They like it, you know. But they keep relying on like, their old franchises like Halo and Gears and Forza. And it's like, these things are not hitting like the way they used to. Like, there are more options now. Like, get with it. And their original content like that they tried to launch, like Sunset Overdrive or Rise or, like, ReCore, you know, bombed or just didn't do well. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think it is, the thing is, too, it's just, you know, well, Recore was, it was weird, apparently, like, it's, it was good in the first half, and then all of a sudden, oh, yep. well, this is... When they cut out the fifth robot and said, fuck you, like... Yeah, it's, you know, the thing is, it's, uh, it's weird that, um, that none of their original stuff's really, other than Ori and the Blind Forest, sort of hit. And yeah. I think with Halo that you kind of just got Halo fatigue, sort of, because you you had the Halo uh, Master Chief Collection, uh, you had the Halo, uh, some other Halo thing that they, they put in there, and then Halo 5 comes out, and then it's, you know, missing all that stuff that people want. Yeah. And and the multiplayer was... Uh, Weird. 
the multiplayer was messed up on Master Chief Collection for a while, and, uh, you know, Rise of the Tomb Raider, is, a lot of people seem to have, like, mixed emotions about that thing. I liked um, it a lot, but, I mean, that's not exactly like a system seller. <laughs> right. It's just, you know, Gears of War, I don't remember anybody really talking about Gears of War after it came out, like... I mean, yeah. I remember getting good scores and stuff, but not not that people were just going, oh, man, I'm sitting here playing Gears of War all day. Or, like, Quantum Break when that came out. It's like, uh, that came and went in, like, a week. <laughs> yep. Just, the, you know, Scalebound getting canceled completely. Uh, the Fables getting canceled completely. I mean, it seems like it's just been a bad console generation period for Microsoft. And the thing is, too, like, they were hoping that 4K, by the time that Scorpio came out, they were hoping that 4K would be more prevalent, and it's not. Yeah. And also, it's like, as I always said, like, console power does not mean, like, it matters to an extent, but what matters more is, like, the third parties being interested in developing for it, or people, like, wanting to develop for it. Like, there's just yeah. not that much interest for the Xbox right now. Well, yeah, I mean, it it, all, it helps when uh, Sony is just owning everything right now. Uh, yeah. I, I'm really surprised sometimes when I go and and do the press inquiries to get the games for us that there are still games being made that are only Xbox and PC. I'm like, uh, it, it, it amazes me. I think I got like three in a row that were only Xbox and PC. Now, I don't know if they're going to show up later on PS4 or not, but... I was just like, wow, there's still indie games being made for only Xbox One. It's like, you would think that that would just have died quickly. They probably got seed money to be only on Xbox One, though. Yeah, probably. And, I mean, uh, even then, it seems like, and and that's the thing, like, I remember when Microsoft, when the Xbox uh, One first came out, right, they were all about, oh, no, you, you can't even show up first on another platform uh, to show up on ours now. Now they're all about oh we don't give a crap, and then now they're they're saying the same thing about VR. Yeah, like we want everybody basically. We're late to the party. Anybody that wants to make a game for Windows VR or whatever it is that they're using, please do. It that's what it sounded like from Phil Spencer. Just somebody please make a game for whatever our VR thing is going to be. I just don't know that that's going to be enough to justify the $500 tag or whatever. I think as soon as you say something besides $400, after you get through the initial launch, you're going to have people going, well, this is another PS4 Pro that's going to be sitting around. Yeah, well, once that, once that happens, Xbox One, like the original one, is just done. Like, let's be honest. I mean, they may still, they'll have the S around, but between the two, it's like, well, what are, you, what are people going to buy instead? Like, they're positioning th- this thing as like, the next, their next, like, generational step. So, I mean, people, most people are going to, you know, try to go for that instead. It's not like the PS4 and PS4 Pro, where it's a half step of that. Like, both consoles are, you know, pretty on par with one another. Yeah, uh... I mean, they've. Phil Spencer already said that the S is going to replace the original 
Xbox no, One. No, I know that, but I just mean like just in terms of like you know the actual unit itself, like or like what what its placement is going to be. Like this, this when the Scorpio comes out, it's like who's going to buy this anymore? Aside from budget people, obviously. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like when Scorpio comes out, it it's more about how long is it going to take for Microsoft to get absolutely. Uh, scared and go, we've got to start making Scorpio exclusive games right now. We've got to show off the power of this system uh, with games that are not on the other console. We we have to show everything. we got to get this thing to sell. I, I say three weeks. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised that if at E3 itself you have, some, you have it get leaked that there are exclusive... Uh, Scorpio games. Well, it'll be it'll be funny. Like this, just this Christmas when they have commercials for like the new Call of Duty or you know a new whatever the hell is coming out for Xbox One this year, and it'll look great, but it'll be tiny print. Like this is taken from the Xbox Scorpio. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like the PS4 Pro. Everything that they use on uh, the commercials now is PS4 Pro. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what they want to do. But it's like it, 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 it's taken from the PS4 Pro, sure, but it's not it's not such a leap like from the Pro to the original PS4. Like, that's my argument. Like it it is a leap, sure, but it's twenty percent, you know, or is that? It's not like you know, it's three times as better as what they're positioning, positioning the Scorpio as the most powerful console ever made, you know. Well, even then, like, you're not going to see it if you don't have a 4K TV. So, you're wasting... That's another thing, too. It's... You're not just buying the Scorpio. If you don't have the 4K TV, you're really wasting your money because you're not going to really be able to get the great power out of it. So, it's not... It's almost like when you... You know, that decision you have to make if you're going to buy a Vive or an Oculus with your PC... It's yeah. almost the same thing for the Scorpio. If you want to uh, get a Scorpio, you're going to have to get a 4K TV. You don't have to. I think you can tell the difference on a regular 1080p, but it's not. Uh, that's where it gets that negligible, like, well, how much really better is this? I you know? I have a suspicion that within two years, 4K is going to be done. Because remember, like, I do last... too. Remember, like, last year or two years ago with, like, with like 3D TVs? It's, like, how they came and went in, like, a, you know, two two years? God, I felt like the 3D TV was even older. And it died even faster than 4K has. Yeah. Because uh, nobody wanted to be sitting around watching stuff on with glasses on at home. It's one thing to do it for two hours in a movie theater. It's another thing to do it... Uh, all, all the time when you're at home, <laughs> just sitting around... <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. It's just, I mean, it's, it's cool to say, hey, uh, yeah, I'm watching the basketball game with my glasses on, woo, you know, I want to just take them off, basically, (laughs) after a while. But, uh, yeah, so we go from, and, you know, 
Uh, credit to them, I guess, for waiting it out on VR and then seeing how this goes. Um, you know, Daniel, uh, who's, who's, you know, sort of a third member of the podcast that kind of comes on when he can be on, uh, he got a PSVR recently. Uh, he says he really likes the headset. It's really comfortable. He he had to try to make himself sick to get sick uh, on purpose, so it's not something that uh, he was playing E Valkyrie for a long, like at least two or three hours, and he had to really do stuff on purpose to try to make himself get sick. So it well, seems it's like it's they did a good job of keeping you from doing that. Well, it's funny because my roommate was talking about he has he has one of the Samsung Gear VR things and. He was bitching about it earlier tonight. He was like, oh, I can't play for more than 10 minutes without getting sick. And I'm like, yeah, you're staring at your phone screen that's, a, you know, two inches away from your eyes. What do you expect? <laughs> like, it's not, you know, a powerful type of VR machine. Like, you get what you pay for. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, it's not meant for that kind of thing. Uh. Well, plus you can play the PSVR sitting down most of the time. It's not really you don't have to stand up and do stuff. And yeah. Uh, so you know who knows what the Scorpio thing is going to be, but Hololens. <laughs> yeah, he's talked about that. But he said that he doesn't even know if they could even make it any cheaper. So, I doubt. Well, yeah, that's thing. That thing's not coming out for like consumers. Let's say that. Yeah, so uh, moving on from Microsoft stuff, we got to get to Nintendo, who had a uh, a uh, direct uh, today. I didn't even know about it until I happened to get the thing on YouTube. Go watch Nintendo's direct. So I watched it, and if you only cared about the announced games that we already knew about. Uh, ARMS has a release date of June 16th now, uh, and they showed seven minutes of uh, a new character named Min Min, which is very stereotypical. <laughs> uh, she's Japanese, She one of her arms can turn into a dragon, and her arms are made of ramen noodles. So That sounds yeah. racist. Yeah. <laughs> But it's, you know, Japanese being racist to their own selves. So I guess it's okay. Uh, she lo- she controls it. This looks pretty cool. I, she can also kick, which is different than the other characters. So it goes to show that it's not just a punching game. You can't kick in the game. And they revealed the, the two-on-two battle mode so that you can uh, pass the other Joy-Con to your friend or whatever. And y'all both can play. Uh, against the AI, uh, so you know that's cool. I, I'm really excited for Arms. Uh, that's one of the games that you know Nintendo's making that I'm I'm really kind of jazzed about. I guess you could say uh, they revealed the all the DLC stuff that if you had Mario Kart 8 on Wii U, uh, hey, you don't have to buy this now. It all comes in the game. Uh, uh, Minecraft. For the Switch is coming. So if for some reason you still have not bought Minecraft. Uh, or I guess, you know, you can 
play Minecraft on your Switch and take it with you on the go everywhere if you don't have a tablet or something. Uh, which what kid doesn't have a tablet at this point? And yeah, I mean Splatoon 2 got a release date of July 21st, so a month later. Uh, there's going to be a bunch of Splatoon Amiibo, and there's a new mode called Salmon Run, which I'm not a big Splatoon person, so I kind of checked out when we got, they got to this, which they did at the end of the show. Uh, there's finally freaking release dates for Cloud Amiibo and Bayonetta Amiibo. For God's sakes, 600 days you made people wait to find out when these Amiibo are coming out. Good lord, Nintendo. That's I thought just, they were already out. <laughs> no. You've been, been waiting that long. It's supposedly July 21st, along with the Splatoon 2. You can go get Corin Bayonetta, which has two outfits, and uh, Cloud, which also has his uh, Advent Children outfit. So, yeah, I'll be getting that Cloud Amiibo at some point. I don't know when, but... I would only get a Cloud Amiibo if he was dressed up from that, uh, when he was cross-dressing to get in that Don's house. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, cross-dressing outfit. Yeah. And you can customize it. With the three dresses and the three perfumes and the three wigs, yeah. Um, I just had a freaking. That was really, um, she could have just followed me to message me privately. That that seems kind of, uh, unprofessional, but I just, I just had a, uh, PR person, uh, uh, tweet at me to, to confirm if, again, if I had asked them for a game or not. Like, okay. <laughs> weird. <laughs> like normally you just DM the person. Uh so yeah. Uh they showed off this guy complete, which I don't even know if I'm gonna ask for that because I have this guy five on PS4, and I don't know that I want to play through that again. Uh, I- I'm just being honest. I don't know that I want to play through that again. You don't have to play through all of it. <laughs> like you can just. <laughs> Play yeah. for a few hours and see if it's any different, and then, you know. I guess. That's that's true. Uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris, the demo got released uh, today. If you have it on the U.S. region, I guess you could make an account and change it to the Japanese region and could have got it a long time ago. Uh, I told pay- you to. <laughs> yeah, I, I should have done that. I just didn't want to have a bunch of different accounts, which I had to make an Australian account today for the Mr. Shifty, but... Uh, that was interesting, having to make a different account, <laughs> but it still all works. You just have to do it to download the game, and then you can switch it back. Yeah. Uh, Payday 2. Wow. Payday 2 is coming to the Switch. <laughs> uh, Fade Stella, which... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, another... sure that, I'm sure that Payday 2 is going to run great on that system. Oh. Uh, like you said, it can barely run on Xbox... And uh, PS4, so... Yeah. Oh, I think it runs fine. It just has networking problems. They never fixed it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's... It's it's weird. Um, Maybe they will get it to run, because they don't have to have it be so powerful on the Switch. 
So they got to run on PS3 and 360, so this shouldn't be that much of a stretch. Yeah. Uh, Fate Extella was is good. Uh, interesting because the story is very lovey and sometimes borders on, like, you know, they're obviously talking about uh, sex and whatnot. Uh, so a little bit of an adult game there for the Switch. That's, I guess, uh, encouraging. Uh, Monopoly coming to the Switch. Um, well, you know, if you wanted to play a board game that you can take with you, uh, interactive one, I guess, why not? Uh, the HD Rumble makes it feel like your di- the dice is rolling in your hand, so... Uh, yeah, I guess you can have that sensation. Uh, or you can just buy Monopoly at the store. For like six bucks. <laughs> yeah, seriously, like, uh, you know, is is it going to be cheaper? or? Well, like, normal Monopoly is cheap. It's all the stupid, like, collector special editions that come out that are expensive. The Fallout Monopoly, the Doctor Who Monopoly, those things are expensive. Yeah, it's uh, weird that... I mean, look, I don't think it's... I, I think it's fine for what they're trying to do, right? Will um, it include Mario Monopoly or Zelda Monopoly? That's my question. <laughs> probably <yeah>. not. <laughs> probably not, no. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, there's there's Monopoly. There's uh, Sonic Mania. It's also going to be on Switch, so... There's that. Uh, Sonic Forces, which kind of look cool. You get... The 3D and the non-3D, depending on how you, which character you're controlling. Uh, Rayman Legends Definitive Edition. Uh, Alright. Uh, Sinmora X, which has new stuff. So I hate that game. Cool. <laughs> kind of looks cool. You hate that game? I played the original. I had to review it like a long time ago. And it was really terrible. <laughs> Uh, it had one of the most like incomprehensible storylines of any game I've ever played. <laughs> uh, that's so. What was it about, really? Uh, animal rape. That's all what? I remember, really. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like animal genocide, but like rape is like a part of it. Isn't that like what Tokyo Jungle was? No, that's just a good game. Sign Mora was not. <laughs> and besides, Sign Mora is like a you know a uh, bullet hell shooter. That's not hard. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it looked like sort of like Gradius, or yeah. And then you get Namco Museum, which I will not complain about this game because any excuse I have to take Namco. Great games with me. Awesome. So, uh, Battle Chasers looks interesting. Uh, so, cool that they're having that come out on the, the Switch. Uh, I'm excited for Ever Oasis on uh, 3DS. It's the, sort of the next uh, spiritual successor to a Secret of Mana series. So... I'm all for that. Monster Hunter Stories, also an RPG, so, you know, I'm all down for that. Uh, Yokai Watch 2, Psychic Spectres, which feels like the crystal version 
of the two other Yokai Watch games, but it's supposed to be the, the definitive version, which basically that's what it is. Um, so yeah, Colosep Revolt is a card game by NS America, and I'll be honest, it doesn't look great. I hate saying that because NIS America are like one of the people that like love us the most. So I hate saying bad things about their games, but uh and RPG Maker, I didn't know people made RPG makers still. But oh, yeah. NIS is bringing this to the 3DS, so that's kind of cool. I mean, look, you know, having it with you uh much better option than like doing it on your PC or something. Uh Bye Bye Box Boy, which Box Boy was always a fun game on the DS, so there's that. Metopia, which is an RPG with the Miis. Everybody was just dying for that. Uh, which I guess I shouldn't hate. There's games that have had weird characters that, that work. Uh, the Final Emblem Shadows of Valentia, which is the Final Emblem 2 uh, remake, is going to have a season pass. And Hey Pikmin has a release date. And it has this really cool amiibo. So, uh, that might actually be one of those Amiibo that I might be interested in, because it looks kind of cool. Uh, I forgot to mention with the, with the, uh, Microsoft stuff, another thing that they have taken from Steam, uh, they are going to have a refund system for digital purchases. If you've had the game for two weeks and you played under two hours of it, you can return it. Yeah. So you can play uh, All of Rise in under two hours and get a quick refund. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I just can't wait till this thing gets exploited really bad. I uh, mean, Steam's not that bad. Like I'll, I, I have refunded like one or two games for Steam. It hasn't been terrible. Uh, I mean... Just, I mean, Microsoft's pretty good with the customer service thing, so I think they can figure it out. Just, you know, there's going to be people that are going to be, yeah, like really trying hard to. I wonder if that's like how that's going to work with like a Telltale game. Like, could you realistically beat the episode and then decide you want to return it? <laughs> but yeah, but the pilot also could ex- like look at uh, achievements and say, well, you have. 11 of the 12 achievements from this game, so what's up? Yeah. Uh, I, some, I, you just know it's happening. But, look, this is cool. I wonder if Sony's going to do this. Uh, you know, you know how slow they are at adapting to... They're not as bad as Nintendo, but... Sometimes it takes, like, a couple of months or six months for them to go, oh, we should do this too. And so so how long do you think before Sony says, oh, we kind of need to have uh, returns? I mean, they, they, Sony doesn't still allow you to change your, your account name, so who knows? Oh, yeah, that's right. They'll probably say it's, like, within the UI they cannot allow returns or something. Yeah. I still don't understand how it's so hard to go, hey, here's five bucks, let me change my name. Or, like, Sony doesn't, you can't, like, with Microsoft, with the Xbox, you can just buy a game for whatever price it is. With the, 
PS4, you still have a wallet system. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because oh, no, it still has the wallet system. Uh, I get funds put into my wallet every time I have to renew PS View. Yeah. Uh, or when you buy it, it, it says, oh, do you want to... I, I don't know. Is it... I mean, they Microsoft lets you do it when you have the gamer points or whatever. Yeah, but so they got rid of that. <laughs> thank God. That was so annoying to buy something and go, wait, this doesn't really equal to $20. Thank you, Microsoft, for sort of scamming me, but okay. Uh, so much easier just to buy something. Um... Hey, uh, well, I should have mentioned this. We were talking about it. Persona 5 sold 1.5 million copies. That's pretty great. That seems like a lot. Like, I don't know how, how well the teams normally do, but that seems like a large number. <laughs> yeah, Nier Automata sold 1 million already, too. So, I mean, they have less time. I mean, Persona did this in a week. Well, no, Persona uh, is, like, worldwide. I mean, it's been on Japan for, like, six months now. <laughs> I know, but is that counting Persona, the Japan sales, though? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of... That'd be nice to know the sales without Japan included. Wait, do you, what do, you, do you have any thoughts on the Persona 5, like, streaming stuff? Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, I forgot. Um, you know, my thing with it is, and I, and I saw in Japan, like, they're limiting uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris, too. Uh, well, it's an epic storyline, so you gotta censor that. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. They're censoring the story stuff and something else uh, on, on that game. But, you know, for me, I understand that there's going to be that small amount of people that might just sit there and watch the game be played and not buy it. But that is a very small amount of people. We're talking about insignificant amount to the point where it is not going to hurt yourselves at all. To me, you bought the game as long as you're not... And we've seen people go on reviews and uh, the review you sent me where he's just breaking all his Mass Effect games. I mean, it's your decision to do with what you want. Now what you're doing is making people get more pissed and they're they're more likely to go on out of spite and go, oh, you know what? I'm going to buy me an Elgato and I'm going to spoil the crap out of this just to be an asshole now. Uh, and I, I think it's really crappy that you blocked it natively from the PS4. Like, I don't want to have to go buy an Elgato. And you should have them send them, send them, uh, send them review, review units to us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's the thing, like, this is 2017. This is what everybody does: is stream the game. Uh, everybody well, wants to have a Twitch and a YouTube and a, you know. My, my thought is is like Persona Five. Like it's not a, it's not a worldwide release of Persona Five. Like that game has been out for six months. You can you could go on Wikipedia like the day Persona Five was already out in America and see the see the whole story. Like who cares? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, even though you you don't uh, understand it in English, you could still watch it be happening. It just, I mean, like, I'm, just on, like, Wikipedia, like, you could see the whole plot summary of the game. Yeah, but I think it's different, like, to read it. Sure. Than to, 
watch I'm it. Cur- I'm curious if they'll like somehow ban my Japanese copy of Puyo Puyo Tetris so I can't stream it anymore. <laughs> that would be interesting. You should do that just to see what happens. Uh, well, I mean, maybe don't because then you'll uh, you won't be able to play that game or whatever. But <laughs> uh, but you know, hey. Look, it's their game. They spent the hours and hours on story. And if they want to make sure that you play through it, then power to them, I guess. But I think it's kind of just not thinking about the times that we live in and just technology that you have. Actually, if I remember right, Puyo Puyo Tetris in Japan does block the story. It does not block gameplay. That's funny, though. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of RPGs or just games that, you know, their story influence that... Uh... Sorry. The person finally decided to email me instead of stop tweeting me on, t- on Twitter. Uh, so, yeah... You know, that's it, there's a lot of RPGs that do it. Um, I like they'll block certain cutscenes or whatever, but like they'll block the entire game. It's just it, Persona Five. Like, you know, when you, you know when you get a trophy and it takes a screenshot, it doesn't even take that. You no, know, you can't take a screenshot. People were yeah. asking me like, why can't I take a screenshot of this game? And I'm like, they blocked it natively. Yeah. I was like, okay, and then specifically, you can't stream past seven seven, and uh, and you're gonna get a copyright strike if you do. And it's like, damn, that's that's why I didn't even bother uh, trying to stream because, well, I mean, whatever. I hate to say it, this is all like you can trace this back to Giant Bomb to an extent because when they did their like endurance run of Persona Four, like if you like, you know nine years ago or whatever. But, like, that made that game, like, a lot more important. Or, you know, that drove interest in that game. Like, that's not what Japan seems to be missing. Like, they don't get that part of the equation. (laughs) Yeah, I just... I mean, but then, like, they did the Endurance Run when? Like, years after the game's been out? Yeah, they did it. I think Persona 5 launched in, like, I want to say 2007? And they did it maybe 2006, but it was late for a PS2 game. Uh, And they did it, like, a year or two after that. Wow. Yeah, everybody that's... Well, had they already announced Golden by then or something? No, the Vita wasn't even out yet, I don't think. 2008 is when it says this came out. July 10, 2008. Okay. They made an endurance run, like, you know, you know, weeks or maybe even, like, months after that. But, you know, it was 2008. I know that for sure. Still, it seems kind of... It's just... It's short-sighted, let's say that. Yeah, it is. It's just... You're get it's that's what I don't understand about the it's free press for your game. People are watching it and they're more than likely going to go 
oh, I want this now, or no, I don't like it, I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. I had a friend that, when I was playing the game, when I was playing Persona 5 earlier today, go, do you think, it, like, he, 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 he seen me playing it, you know, for, you know, the past week, he's like, should I get that game? I'm like, well, you wouldn't like it, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, as somebody that hadn't played a Persona game until Persona 5, I felt like this is the the same thing like Final Fantasy 15. This felt like a oh I can play this game and I don't have to have known anything about the other ones or, or really have this uh, big familiarity with the series because I played Q and that's about it. So uh, you know props to them for for doing that and it just it's it is what it is. There's a lot of games that choose to. Hey, we don't care if you stream. I got a I, when I got a game. Uh, one of the games that I had to you know send to one of you guys today was like, go ahead and stream all you want to. Yeah, it's, it's like I feel like this is a total uh, knock against the, the the persona stuff and all that. Um, but yeah, because there's so many games that like nobody discovers until you go. Oh, let me watch this person on Twitch play it, and you go. Oh man, how much is this? Oh, it's ten bucks. Let me buy it. I want to. I want to play it now. You know, it just. Eh. Well, and Nintendo too, does this crap too. You know, yeah, there's too many games coming out, especially on Steam, for oh, like Lord. anything to like flow to the surface. Jesus, Steam is almost as bad as the iOS marketplace. At this point now, it's like, goodness. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it is what it is, hopefully, uh, I wonder if they're going to do it with Puyo Puyo in America, where they're going to block it. They've already said they are, I don't know how much they're going to block though, but I I imagine it'll be the same scene, so you know, you can see, you can stream gameplay, but not, like, the story. That's uh, fair enough, I guess. At least they're being up front with it. So, you know it before you buy it. Uh, speaking of Japanese games, Yakuza Kiwami, or Ki- Kiwami, sorry, uh, the PS2 to PS4 remaster. This has been apparently been remastered so well that they're charging you $10 more for it. Uh, well, it's, only, so, it's only 30 bucks, isn't it? Yeah, well, aren't the remasters supposed to be like 15 bucks or... I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, so I, I, I'd be happier paying 30 bucks for a Yakuza game than 50 bucks for Bulletstorm. <laughs> oh, no, I agree with you. Uh, so this is the first game, correct? Yeah. Uh, but, will it, but will it have Mark Hamill's voice back as Majima? <laughs> we shall see. Hopefully they'll make uh, Yakuza 2 uh, part of the remaster thing as well. Because uh, you can get Yakuza 3 and 4 on PS3. So, uh, yeah. Make sure, uh, if, if, hopefully, you know, make sure you go buy this if you're a big Yakuza fan. Because that might get them to make uh, 2 as part of the remaster. Then you at least have all the games. I'll, um, buy, I'll buy a review for one of the sites. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta remember to ask for that. So, 
Uh, and if both of us get a copy, I'm sending you the copy again this time. Uh, so, yeah, and again, sticking with the, the Japanese games, Bayonetta, uh, sticking with Sega, too, uh, they, uh, today, or not today, but on Two days Tuesday, ago. Yeah. Uh, Bayonetta 1 came to PC. Uh, it has supposed to have, like, enhanced graphics and everything, so... If you've never played Bayonetta before, go pick it up on PC if you have a really good computer. And, well, you don't even need a good computer. Like, it's, it runs pretty well on, like, low computers, too. Oh, okay. But they released it for a good price, which is 20 bucks, which is what I would pay for Bayonetta on PC. <laughs> that is not bad at all. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a really good price, and... I like the idea that Platinum says they want to release more. Uh, we've seen a lot of these Japanese developers now. Uh, Square Enix, NIS America, uh, Xseed. Compile uh, Heart. Yeah, Compile Heart. Um, Idea Factory's done a couple of them. So, you know, I think they're all getting smart to the fact of, hey, let's put this on Steam where if they don't have that system or, you know, maybe they play more games on their computer, just... They can buy it there. Yeah. So. Like, I really hope Vanquish comes to Steam. That's all I really care about. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see that there uh, as well. That's, uh, I, well, I would like Vanquish and Bayonetta 2, but Bayonetta 2 is never going to happen. We'll have to see. Well, because it got published by Nintendo, so no way. And it, like Bayonetta 2 has all those, all those like Nintendo costumes in it, too. Yeah, Nintendo could... Maybe if Nintendo gets a big cut of it or something. Uh, or a bigger cut, or whatever, they let it go to PC. It's not like... I mean, if they make it for the Switch, I guess they could, but... I think I have seen somewhere where there's rumors that Bayonetta 2 might wind up on the Switch, but without the first game. So, yeah, probably. You know, we'll have to see if uh, that happens or not. Uh, Marvel Heroes, a game you play a lot, coming to consoles. Yeah, that trailer was weird. <laughs> I did not see what was what was weird about. Well, they didn't. They did just like, oh, it's called Marvel Heroes Omega. It's like it's coming soon, but they didn't say like it'll be cross pl- cross bu- cross play with Marvel Heroes or. If you already have an account, you'll have all those characters in this one or anything like that. Well, uh, hopefully they don't screw you over, but knowing Sony... It's coming, to Sony it's, it's coming to like PS, or PS4 and Xbox One, which is kind of I know, but Xbox sort of works with PC a lot more. Yeah, but look uh, at Warframe on, P, on PS4. Like that's, I think that's cross-play. I mean, they both do crossplay. I mean, you got uh, what's it called? You got Street Fighter. You got. Uh... I don't really need. I don't really want crossplay with like consoles specifically, but I just want like my characters to be on the PS4 version. <laughs> Let's hope you can do that because that would suck if you have to redo all that again. Do you really think though it's going to happen? Because that seems like stuff we don't see a lot. Well, I can see them building in a, in a system like, uh, 
from the PC client, like here's a one-time code, enter it into PS4, and you can you know, you'll have these characters or something like that. Uh, that would behoove them, but it also behooves them to get a lot more money. So yeah, but people more people would play it then at least, and then we, you know that generates income or revenue right there. Well, I wonder if they're hoping that there will be a lot of people that just see Marvel and it's not on PC and go, oh, let me buy this. That'll happen, too. <laughs> uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy, the side story, of course, with Chloe and Nadine. $40, 10-hour campaign, August 22nd. That seems like rock solid buying it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really like. I, I like to enjoy it four, but the more time I spent, I I thought about it. It's like, yeah, maybe that game franchise is, isn't for me. <laughs> yeah, it's like an interactive movie, you know. So yeah, uh, you kind of have to put yourself out of the fact. That sometimes you're not going to be playing a game and just watching it and be happy with that. And committing mass genocide against people. Yeah, that too. That you know Nathan Drake's not the greatest person, but they tend to make. But he's jokey, so he gets by. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Ubisoft director Alex Hutchinson, who directed Assassin's Creed Three and Far Cry Four, has left Ubisoft to form Typhoon Studios. Uh, he also took, I think, a, somebody else from Ubisoft to like, make the games with him. Uh, I mean, we've seen this, but usually we see it, like, where they go into another branch of Ubisoft or something. So, and, and Ubisoft's usually pretty uh, creative about like, kind of letting them do their thing. So, I wonder if they just said, well, we want to do something completely different. And they go, well, we're not doing that. And we're going to make a rhythm game. Historical rhythm game. Let's do this. <laughs> What are you going to dance to? Uh, Break dancing, George Washington. <laughs> going to have uh, Dixie? You going to break <laughs> uh, I, you know, it's uh, it, it's always kind of it, it's good because you've seen these guys, you've seen guys leave studios and they go on to do really good things. Uh, we've also seen guys leave studios and they don't really get off the ground either, but. I mean, yeah, I'm, but, I'm reminded of that. Uh, well, who was it? The the guy from Infinity Ward, I think, of Robert Bowling. He like left Infinity Ward. He made that studio and like that zombie game that they showed at E3, and then like two weeks later they folded. <laughs> oh, yep. Speaking of, has anything been said about uh, Dead Island or whatever? The, that one that like got showed at E3 and then it just disappeared. Dead Island Two, uh, yeah. no, because they they canceled it and then they gave it, gave it to another developer. <laughs> and then that developer did nothing, nothing with it. So. Yeah, wow. it's a lot like Crackdown Three. <laughs> I wonder if it's finally gonna get shown. What we'll to see? Uh, no roof. Remember that Dead Island movie? Oh, God. Don't remind me. 
Well, no, because it never came out. <laughs> no, like, don't like, remind me that it ever was thought about. Yeah. They sound like the trailer for the movie, trailer for the game. If we can make a movie out of this, it's like, no, you can't. <laughs> There's so many of these video game movie ideas out there now. It's like, which one's really going to get made? Uh, you got way too many, and I think not enough fans of those games to really make it worth the buck. But whatever's floating your boat right now, Hollywood. Uh, Naruto Legacy Edition. Uh, the, the Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm Legacy Edition has the first through the fourth game. Uh, to kind of put a nice little bow on the original uh, Naruto games and the original Naruto story and all that kind of stuff because they've now had a new anime with the Naruto series which that's going to start a new game series with Naruto Shinobi Striker so uh, which is a where you have eight people fighting against each other in a four on four like brawler kind of thing so I don't know how that's going to go, but whatever works for you there. I mean, are you interested in a four-on-four brawler with Naruto? I'd go with no. (laughs) The only only, only Naruto games I liked were the old PS2 ones. Yeah, those were good. Uh, Or you could... uh, And like DBZ, they they got too complicated and stupid, so... Did you play the that new DBZ? Hell no. Oh, you yeah. mean Xenoverse? I played Xenoverse 1. Was that complicated? And... Yeah. See? They keep trying to make those games into a 3D space, and it never, never quite works. <laughs> that seems kind of weird. We have 3D fighters, I mean... Yes, but they're always in the ground. Like, they, people, like, most 3D fighters don't fly around. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of gets into, like, Sonic territory, right? Where it's like, well, once you start doing something besides just kind of walking around... Yeah. You get yourself in trouble. Alright, so I think that that kind of covers everything. Um, There are quite a few games that are coming out next week. You got Shininess, which... I still haven't heard anything about on my end. It's through that, like, service, so they have to just decide to approve it randomly. Uh, Adam got it on Xbox One, which doesn't help you any. Yeah. And, uh... Well, Silver... the PC version wouldn't exactly help me any either right now. <laughs> I went back and asked them if they would just... If they couldn't give me a PS4, they'd give me a PC, and I didn't hear anything, so... Hopefully, in a little bit. Oh, I forgot to mention that Josh Brolin's going to be Cable in Deadpool. Going forward. Deadpool and whatever going forward for four films. Is so, it weird that he's both Cable, or, I mean, well, Cable and Thanos? Two different universes, so... It is weird, though. It is, it's... But, uh... Hopefully, yeah, I, Deadpool, hopefully Deadpool makes fun of that. They should, man. They so should. Like, it wouldn't be Deadpool if they don't. 
I I I, per, I personally would like Michael Shannon to be Cable instead. Why do you say that? Uh, he's a better actor. I like him more. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I feel like Josh Brolin only plays like that one role, and then if it's not that, it doesn't. Uh, he doesn't do that great. You got the Disney Afternoon Collection coming out next week. Uh, Wonder Boy: The Dragon's Trap, which is a remake of an old uh, game. That's also coming to Switch along with PS4, Xbox One. Uh, and uh, you got... Uh, whatchamacallit? Uh, what? I just had it in my head and I couldn't... Everything? Uh, <laughs> oh, well, everything is coming to PC. And there's some other game that I could... Yeah, it'll, it'll probably come to me when I'm not even thinking about it. Oh, Full Throttle comes out uh, this week as well. So, the last of the remasters of the 90s uh, Tim Schafer LucasArts games. So, I wonder what he's going to do. Start uh, remastering Police Quest games. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, right? Let's just I actually do. like Police Quest. I mean, you, you laugh, but I have fond memories of Police Quest 4. <laughs> there's actually a, I don't know if it's a new Police Quest or whatever, but there's a on that same service, there's a This Is Police Quest. Well, it's a like cop uh, beat, or like beat cop. No, no, it's a different that. game besides beat cop. Oh. So, uh, yeah. I think, uh, and maybe it's a new police quest. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Total War Warhammer is also coming out. So For like yeah. Mac, though, right? <laughs> For Mac, yeah. So, why not? Why not? Let's let's uh, go through that. So, uh, and a Rose and Twilight, which a lot of these games we already have so many reviewing. So hopefully at some point on w10.com you can go read our uh, review of the game. So, well, until next week, hopefully uh, we will be able to, to talk to you again about what's going on in video games. Until then, enjoy your games, whatever it is you're playing. You know, you can always hit us up at WTimSean, at WTimNetwork, and at HumanityPlague. You know, Mark might say something snarky, you know, uh, to whatever yeah, you're playing. <laughs> and uh, if you have thoughts on the Persona streaming thing, you know, you can hit us up on that. Lots of, lots of people have had thoughts on that. Heard so many podcasts talking about how either, like, totally agreeing with them or on the opposite end. So, well, see you later, everybody. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.